Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris Corner. I'm your host Chris Taylor and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week we're going to be talking about the heroes that you can look to. The heroes in the world that are imaginary. Imagination. That are fantasy. That live within your dreams. A realm. Imagination. Welcome in. I'm talking specifically because in recent podcasts I've realised a nice little theme has occurred without actually me addressing it, and that is the fantasy hero. In this case, we're talking about the anime hero. You smell that? It smells like... like a fucking weeb! The um, hero of any sort of film you can think of. The hero of books. The hero of every single story that's ever been. My favourites from the original times, I'm currently reading a, a book about King Arthur as well, um, written by Bernard Cornwall, one of my favourite authors of all time. And there's always a similarity between heroes throughout all story, throughout all literature, throughout all time. But there's something that all human beings at the moment are really addressing in this, and it is the anime hero, specifically. I'm talking about guts. I'm talking about Nanami. My poor boy. Look how they, what they did to my poor boy. They massacred him. Nanami. Itadori-kun. Ato wa tanomimasu. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> For those who don't get the Godfather references there, but also look what they did to Nanami in the newest episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. But a hero nonetheless, a very different type of hero as well. For me, I've spoken about this in previous podcasts, my favourite sort of hero is like Goku. Goku, the smiling hero, grinning from ear to ear, talking about how much food he's going to eat most days. This is wonderful! All right, more food. And the only time you see him serious is when he's about to handle a serious smackdown on somebody and basically make different planets collide with the amount of force he's going to commit against his opponent. What are you? Let go of me! I'm going to break you! What? Ah! Like a Kit Kat bar. What? And that, I actually think that's a good rule for life in general. Most people, 99% of the time, should be the happy-go-lucky person, like Goku, and then only 1% of the time showing seriousness, because life is serious enough as it is. If you were looking for something a little less jovial, you wouldn't have to go very far to find it. The world makes it very easy to do the complete opposite, rather than looking in the positive direction. And the reason why I like talking about heroes, like, uh, for, for instance, another hero who's a little bit left-wing, like Nanami, would be from My Hero Academia, um, and. Endorphin? I want to say endorphin. It's not. It's... <laughs> this is me getting the names wrong again. God damn it. Um, oh, 
and endeavor endeavor thank you there we go see names clicking in endeavor as well Nece- not necessarily a nice guy to begin with within the show but he is a hero nonetheless because he stands for being the trying to be the strongest he can possibly be but he understands he cannot be the strongest of all heroes nonetheless he strives every single day to push himself further to become stronger than he already is to become the best version of himself even if he has caused pain in the past to others he still wants to become better he still wants to become the strongest hero there is and this is the theme that we see in all of the heroes and this is something that you the listener the viewer might see and enjoy like when you're going to your bench press when you're going into the gym you're not thinking about some of the real life here no one's gone in and i'm sorry to say this i know this sounds terrible no one's going in saying i'm gonna bench 225 or 310 or 410 because of a firefighter (laughs) Go boom! <laughs> oh, you are embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They are real life heroes, but it is bad when you say it, stuff like that. People are saying, I'm going into bench 410 or 225 or 310 because they are thinking of becoming the next Super Saiyan. Like, they're not thinking about the real life people because sadly, people don't live up to the hype. Everybody in reality has flaws. And while some of these characters in anime do have flaws, they are far more relatable and enjoyable than the reality of human beings. And this is what we love. We love the ability and consistency to be able to realize that we too can become heroes. We too have that ability to become the knight in shining armor. We see potential in every single opportunity within it, all of us. And within this opportunity, we have a vision, a great vision, a vision that, in my opinion, is one of not just saving the damsel in distress and all of that, it's actually not the achieving part that matters, but every single person loves a good fitness montage. And I'm dead serious, you know, you're thinking of Rocky, you're thinking of Arnie, you're thinking every single action hero of film you've ever seen and there's all sorts of montages out there and you'll see it within all of the anime nowadays where Goku and Vegeta go on these massive like training montages to get even buffer for the next uh, tournament that they're going to fight in and the end like the enemy the end goal enemy when Guts goes from like a, a slender guy and then he grows up and he becomes monster of a man carrying a sword big enough to be able to take out a whole a hundred men as he puts it and it's not even that big a deal because he does it for the right cause he does it to defend people's dreams the bonfire that is everybody's dream you know there's no need for you to worry yourself it was for my own sake that i did all that it wasn't for you in particular It's just my nature. I'd rather fight with my sword than run away, that's all. So that's the only reason? You fought a hundred men because it's not in your nature to run away. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I love Guts as well. He's another not classic hero that I look to as well. I think that's why the internet loves him so much. I think there's something relatable about all of these guys just for di- like different individual people. Uh, I think that Guts specifically, and Casca as well, I should put Casca up there as well. In the, I think Casca 
comes from a, a very dark beginning as well. Eat as as so does guts, by the way. I know, I know. The I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there, guts. Damn it. Um, <laughs> the Casca has something that is, shall we say, has to be brought out of her. Not just the femininity, but also her strength. And I think there's something to do with the fact that Guts is the, the, the person who brings the best out of people. I know it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because we see by the end that Griffith is the antithesis of evil. The bastard deserves three shots to the head. No any sort of forgiveness you know how you forgive you're, you're meant to forgive your enemy that guy doesn't deserve any forgiveness in any way shape or form there are people in this life who deserve all the forgiveness for those who know yes we know there is no forgiveness for Griffith it's also a personal statement about the band itself hey Griffith <laughs> but what happens to Casca in the end is pure, unadulterated evil, and there's no... I don't know what it is, but there's no sort of answer in life to, to finding that. And I think this is why heroes fascinate me so much, is because even when unspeakable evil happens to them, they just keep going, they just keep pushing forward. There's no end to their journey. It's like Hercules, for instance. Hercules, Disney character, I know, very fluffy, happy-go-lucky character that you're probably thinking, Chris, what does that have to do with guts? But if you listen to the song, I Can Go The Distance. I have often dreamed of a far-off place Where a great, warm welcome will be waiting for me Where the crowds will cheer when they see my face and the voice keeps saying this is where I'm meant to be I will find my way I can go the distance I'll be there someday if I can be strong I know every mile will be worth my while I would go most anywhere to feel And you don't tell me that you feel the exact same way that you feel towards Guts as Hercules when he's pushing forward, when he has no one he can relate to in his childhood, when all he has is an idea of trying to find who he is and trying to go the distance and push himself and become a stronger person. You and I are going to have a quarrel and I'm going to win. <laughs> and in this case, I believe Hercules has to go and seek knowledge from Phil. Every single one of these heroes has the common trait of having a mentor. And I'm gonna circle back a little bit. We'll go back to Ori and to, uh, of course, Nanami. Now, Nanami isn't the typical teacher either. I think slightly relatable to Phil in the sense that he doesn't want to be a teacher at the beginning of this show in Jujutsu Kaisen season one rather than season two and we see how far he's willing to go for the people he not necessarily loves but he believes he he has this sense of responsibility to his students and to the people around him and some sort of job to be completed by the end of season two episode 18 obviously eventually ending in his death and there is definitely 
a common trait here with all characters in Heroes is that they lose a mentor. They lose somebody who means a lot to them, and they lose someone who gave them knowledge, put them down the right path, and showed them the ropes to becoming a better person. I think there's something kind of noble about that in each one of these teachers. And if I was to go, for instance, with Samwise Gamgee, Sam isn't necessarily the student to, uh, obviously, Gandalf, but he is still a hero. And Gandalf is the wisdom, the, the word, the voice of wisdom in The Lord of the Rings. the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. And within that, we have Sam and Frodo trying to do something unthinkable, trying to do something that is basically suicide. But nonetheless, they seek a way to help destroy the Ring of Power and to do their part in the overall scheme of things. Why, at the end of the show, where obviously Aragorn says to them, you bow to no one. My friends. You bow to no one. Because they have achieved something so great, so brilliant, so hard, that everybody respects that. And this is what I think everybody who listens to the show or is out there doing in their lives is that they realize they seek something more. They seek a little bit of pushing themselves a little bit harder. They're trying to get that achievement within themselves. You all know that empty space where you can feel the need, the want for accomplishments. Not necessarily the ones that the rest of the world wants, but the ones within you. You know exactly what it is. You know in your mind, like a finish line, like a recognition from your peers, that you require that recognition. And not only require that recognition, you need it in your mind. Not necessarily recognition from just like everyone giving you a round of applause, but yourself. Yourself giving you a pat on the back, knowing that where you came from, from the start of the show, from the start of your life, that you did this, and you pushed yourself forward, and you became the hero of this story. And those words that keep you going, those words in my mind, you too can become a hero. You told me you didn't have a power, so when I saw this timid, quirkless boy try to save a life, it inspired me to act too. There are stories about every hero, how they became great. Most have one thing in common. Their bodies moved before they had a chance to think, almost on their own. And today, that's what happened to you. Young man, you too can become a hero. It's something that will forever live with me. And I will never stop going because I think this is why I'm so obsessed with exercise, so obsessed with pushing myself forward, so obsessed with being a better person, so obsessed with trying to do the right thing, is that there's always that mindset of 
these characters in my background, in the, in the back of my brain, saying, what would they do? What would Sam do in this in this scenario? And this is why I always thought that Samwise Gamgee was the true hero of the Lord of the Rings, because he didn't, he wasn't like, you know, he was forced into this, but he also just, he could have quit at any point. He could have gone away. He could have left Frodo to become another Gollum version two, but he didn't. He kept moving forward with the ring, even at every part where he was betrayed by Gollum and Frodo, and he could have just gone home, and he could have hid away from the world, hid away from his problems, but he didn't. He carried Frodo into Mount Doom, and he did the impossible. He showed that anyone in this world can have a piece of that story. Even when it got to the darkest moments, they just kept moving forward. It's the one scene that every time I see it, it brings me to tears because it means the most to me. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on? But there's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. Obviously, it activates what everyone calls a core memory nowadays because I was seven years old when I first saw The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, um, and I would see the latter two when I was eight and nine. And so there's a lot of... There's a childhood memory there, but there's also a core value within me to know what is right and wrong, and we are taught these things. So when people say that if there was no God or if there was no religion, we wouldn't know what right and wrong is, we know exactly what right and wrong is. We can see it in these films. These films don't necessarily have religion in them, and yet we know. We know what a hero is. We know who is bad and who is good. And we know that defending others who have no ability to defend for themselves is exactly the right path to go down. You are not better just because you are stronger. You are not better because you are faster or richer or any of these things. You merely have access to it and you've pushed yourself to the point where you have achieved it. We are all going on this journey. This is why the heroes of each of these and why I've chosen to talk about such diverse, different sorts of heroes because it does show you within each of these you can find your own that really comes to you. There in the corner, you can see the Kingdom Hearts poster. Not many people can relate to Sora, and Goofy when I bring them up because obviously they are very happy go lucky characters with a smile on their face most of the time. But also, Sora has to go through a lot, he has to evolve when the darkness comes at him from all angles. Wherever he goes to a new world, he has a new challenge to face and he has a new enemy to fight, and he has no way of turning back. He has no home to go back to because when he is in Kingdom Hearts 1, he has seen his whole island be destroyed. 
and he has to just keep moving forward. He has to travel from world to world with a smile upon his face, with two friends who he's just met, knowing that he could die at any moment from the heartless that are just made out of pure darkness, the equivalent of pure evil. And so this is why I always think to him, because he's, he was the, he's like 11 in the first video game. He's 11. So imagine that, like an 11-year-old boy, like trying to fight the very essence of evil. I don't know what motivates you more than that. If you aren't, if you aren't out there pushing yourself, if you aren't achieving something, like to me, this podcast, I love it. I love every moment of it. I love the editing. I love the process. I love the, the pushing forward, but it's not easy. None of it is. It takes hours to put together. It takes, you know, so much time to to edit and to record and to upload and to make thumbnails and all of these things. And you will get near to no response potentially from your creation. You are like every author who you've never heard of. There is the potential of just going straight under the radar, no matter how high quality your content is. Lack of a better word, really. Oh, boo-hoo! Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. And I think that is very much the truth of your story, your journey. It must be one that you and you alone understand the true meaning behind. Each one of these heroes, we talk about Hercules, we talk about Nanami, we talk about Sora, Samwise, Gamgee, Goku... All of these people are so different in so many different ways, but they all have that core tendency, that core good, that they know what is right and wrong, they have their story, they have their moral compass, and they have their end goal. But the truth is, with each one of them, even once they've reached their end goal, there's no going back from who they once were. They can't go back to the person they once were because they've evolved so much since then. And I can sense that within every single person that if they have gone on that journey, I can sense it within them that the person they used to be almost died. And they died a death. And everyone who used to know that person is someone you don't really recognize anymore because you are no longer that person they once knew. And so you have to put on a face that could potentially be of old when you are no longer that person. And this is the interesting thing, isn't it, in life, is evolution of becoming a hero when everyone around you may not want to be. Because it's not an easy journey. It's actually a quite a tough journey. Because when you become stronger, there's not everyone's going to want to join you on this journey because it is a long, tough road of every single day cycled bang 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 i was talking to a friend today about why i would why i didn't move to australia again in the end and i realized what it was it, initially i wanted to go to australia because i wanted to run away from my problems i wanted to run away from life i thought that by going there i would live in sun sea ocean beautiful life all of these things and the truth is i when i went and did mexico and the usa when i had all of that for months at a time all of that. I wasn't any happier than when I didn't have it. It is all about this up here, the brain, you as a person, finding joy in each and every day. And why I bring up the heroes of this story is that you see in every single one of them is that they enjoy the ones that I brought. Goku especially is a fantastic one, is that he enjoys his fights. He finds joy in what he does. And while Guts is struggling 
he has the opposite. So we can see from all angles of what you can do, even when in the darkness, Guts, or when you're in the light, Goku. And so why do I bring up Australia? Well, I realize that for me to be me, I have to have darkness. I have to have the cold winter. The cold, dark winter. I'm going to need a warm blankie and a cup of hot chalky. Because I need evolution. I need tough times to make me stronger. I can't have good times all the time. I can't have sun all the time. It doesn't do it. It's, it's as I said, it is life on easy mode. If I'm totally honest, it is the easy way forward everywhere. You know, if I was going to go live somewhere sunny, it would be like a holiday all the time. And your life isn't a holiday all the time. At some point, it must come to an end. That is why it is a holiday. It is a break from the reality of the world, not a consistency. You ever seen those uh, retirees? Like they just—they just look like they might as well. You know, they're, they're on the beach all the time. Their skin's like just completely tanned. They look like a bloody handbag for God's sake. There's no, there's no willpower to that. There's no willpower to picking up the pint and just keep doing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, golf swing, golf swing, golf swing. There's just no meaning to it whatsoever. Uh, and I would murder someone at the end of it. <laughs> just the, everybody with a golf club. Dah, there's no meaning. It's all over. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, check it out. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay. So for me, I think that's a realization for me. It was the the main reason was there there is just no meaning to that whatsoever. And there's also a part of me that finds running away from problems just doesn't work out. I must run towards them. I must tackle my weaknesses. It's why I've taken each part of my life over the past year or so and, and tried to adjust it. It's why I passed my driving test. It's why I tackle every fear that I have, like the heroes. Each one of these heroes does something that they're not comfortable doing in the first place. They are uncomfortable in the place. Jim Hawkins, for instance, in Treasure Planet, he must leave his home, his mum, and he must venture out into the unknown to be able to go find Flint's treasure. He must go out there. He must be tutored by his very enemy. And, you know, Silver must teach him to become a man. And along that way, he finds a way to find out who he truly is. And this is why I love Treasure Planet. It's not only got an absolute banging soundtrack, fantastic animation, and great characters, there's a story of a, a hero, of a, a boy becoming a man and finding out who you truly are along the way. It wasn't your fault, you know. Why, half the crew would be spinning in that black abyss if not for... Look, don't you get it? I screwed up! I mean, for two seconds, I thought that maybe I could do something right, but... Ah! I just... Just forget it. Forget it. Now, you listen to me, James Hawkins. You got the makings of greatness in you, but you gotta take the helm and charge your own course. Stick to it, no matter the squalls. And when the time comes, you get the chance to really test the cut of your sails and show what you're made of. Well, I hope I'm there. Catch.
imagine some of the light coming off you that day. And that's why Jim was always relatable to me. And I think these sort of heroes are relatable to you too. And I think that if you go searching for them, if you go searching within fiction, if you go searching for those Samwise Gamgees, for those Gokus, for those Guts, for Endeavor, for you know any any of the anime out there for jjk for any of them you will find a different version but you will find motivation and drive to be able to become one of them there is no end there is always the grind there is satisfaction in knowing that you're doing something meaningful and to find yourself saying that you just want to run away from problems well that's the very answer right there isn't it you run towards them you tackle them you write them down you say to yourself, what am I avoiding? What am I not doing in life? And to, to me as well, something that really does push me is like you, it immediately comes to your head, immediately, whatever you're avoiding, whether it be diet, whether it be working out, whether it be writing, reading, any of these things, it immediately comes to your mind. I've been working on breath work recently. I've been trying really hard uh, to read this book that my friend recommended, Breath, and I think to myself, like, you know, I know a lot about breathing. Da, 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 da. I haven't breathed through my life. Why am I able to do this podcast so quickly? It's because I'm breathing through my nose the entire time. That's why. <laughs> you know, not breathing my mouth. Otherwise, this podcast would not work at all. <laughs> so I think that's something that I've truly uh, realized is that uh, something when I was younger was that I clicked in was I need to breathe through my nose and that's probably why my jawline the way it is and the way my facial structure is which is something that the book backs up is that if you don't you know if you breathe solely through your mouth you're actually gonna have a really tough time you're also gonna you know snore a lot so there is that there's also the fact that i didn't want to read the book because i thought i knew this information already I didn't know everything and I'm still learning more which is always interesting and it's always just trying out something new so I always push myself forward to try and venture into the unknown and try and even though you know there's that uncomfortability of being like oh, am I gonna like this am I not gonna like this someone else recommended it to me <laughs> there's there's still the opportunity for you to find something you really enjoy and I remember when I was like 21 22 23 that was when I was like a sponge I was like everything anyone ever recommends me anything I'm going to try I'm going to give it a go and I'm trying to get that back a little bit it's very difficult as you grow older you more get into the the set of your set of your ways and you get into a routine but I am going to try my best to shake things up to try new things and to make sure that each year is a progressive year and not going stale and plateauing. That's that's the main thing. And this takes us full loop back to the beginning of the podcast where I'm talking about heroes, is that something I did realize recently is that each hero can give you motivation to push yourself forward in your own life. And that gives you true joy because you may initially have just done this for a fantasy character, but in the end, you'll have found something within yourself. And finding something within yourself is a reality. And like that's the cool part, is you're taking something that doesn't exist, doesn't isn't real, and everyone thinks you're nuts about, is that when it becomes a reality and you are progressing further, everyone's like, well, how did you do it? She's like, imagination. <laughs> imagination. 
that's the best way to end the podcast there that is a bit imagination imagination got me to reality and became you made me a better person so this is the taylor's taylor's podcast this is for chris's corner i've been your host chris taylor and as always i hope to see you this time next week bye now so long as i have my sword to fight with i'm sure to survive year after year i prove it to be true before joining the Hawks, I always survived. No matter the odds, no matter how hopeless a losing battle, this time was no different. In truth, I don't believe that's any way to live one's life. I've been fighting in battles for as long as I can remember. The mercenary leader who raised me taught me nothing except how to wield a sword. I've never had anything except my sword. I don't want to die. For me, that is the only reason I keep fighting. There is nothing to save myself for or give myself to. I fight because I know nothing else. Once I was willing to do just that, to commit myself to fighting, and let anyone else find a reason for me. Guts. <laughs> anyway, I imagine this all sounds pretty dumb. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs>